Good morning. Today we have episode 25 of Sweet Seats. I'm Matthew Corgan and I'm joined by Parker Gannon, Austin Azarovitz, and Carter Doolittle. How are you doing, guys? I'm doing fantastic. I'm great. I'm amazing. And today we will be talking about some boys and girls high school basketball. They're both in postseason now as the girls finished on a win last night. And Lake Orion, the boys' side. We're going to start with them. They already had a game. They beat Waterford Kettering 77-33. to 33. Kettering was definitely kind of – they were 5-18. and 18. That was their finishing record. It was kind of an easy game to settle into the postseason. What were your guys' thoughts of that? Um, kind of exactly what we expected, really. Um, yeah, we went in there knowing that Waterford Kettering was not a good team. And um, I think that Lake Orion did exactly what they should have done and blew them straight out of the water. I wouldn't even really call it a game. I mean, how it's not is it really a game if you lose thirty three to seventy seven? I mean, that's just a huge like point gap there. But I will say they did have me really nervous in the first quarter. I mean, it was it ended like eleven to twelve, and I was like, it should not be this close. I mean, what you said it was five and sixteen, I think. What with the with they the rec- five and eighteen five and eighteen yeah. with the record that Kettering has, it should not have been that close. But I feel like Lake Warren really picked the pace back up in the second quarter, and just they weren't unstoppable. Yeah, I wasn't there, so I don't know anything about this game. <laughs> well, um, uh, the first half was really slow for the Dragons, mm-hmm. but they definitely picked it up in the second. Um, they came out, and the first quarter I think was really, really close. I think it was 12 to 11, um, the Lake Orion, which was scary watching because everyone expected it to be a complete blowout. But as the game continued, it obviously showed who the better team was. and. Yeah, they just finished on top. But there was, like Orion Kid saying after the game on the court, that the JV team could have beat that varsity team. So that's pretty bold to say. Even even with that like amount of point differential, um, yeah, that's something yeah. crazy to say. It, it was crazy, too. And I will say it was a very physical game, too. There were so many penalties in the first half of the game. I It was just unbelievable. But – and I think they did put some players on the JV team out in the fourth quarter, I think it was. So, yeah, I definitely – I wasn't the one saying it, but I can definitely see the JV team beating the Waterford Kettering varsity team. And on the other side of that district, uh, Pontiac and Clarkston. Clarkston won by 10, 58-48, a lot closer. Pontiac had the better record, though. So Clarkston maybe a little bit of an upset there. Not sure. Um, I think going into that game – I think everyone is was expecting Clarkson yeah. to win. I think if you look at the schedule differences and their conference differences, um, uh, I think that was definitely expected for Clarkson to win. Honestly, I saw the final score, and I thought it was going to be a greater differential than it was. Yeah, but it's Clarkson, right? So you can never win. You can never hope for them to win. Exactly. Like, yeah, they just have, like, such an amazing sports program there. I mean, wrestling, swim – football and I know that's like kind of a sore subject there but it's just they have an amazing program so mm-hmm. yeah Clarkson normally does come alive in the postseason most uh playoffs you know because of their strength of schedule as Parker mentioned I mean you play in the toughest division in Michigan and you're a pretty big school obviously you're gonna have tons of experience you're gonna have tons of kids to help you through those postseason pains I mean Pontiac Pontiac's just not quite there yet at Clarkson level, just because of how schools are laid out. I mean, Clarkson is just, they're on a different level. They're arguably just as good as us at most things. So I feel like it's not that much of a surprise either 
to see Clarkson move on. But they'll face Avondale next uh, round tomorrow at Kettering. Kettering's hosting their district. And Avondale 16-6. and six. They're having a really good season this year. But obviously I've heard a lot of people claiming Clarkson will probably win that game as an upset. And I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on that because I think Avondale will win this one. I think Clarkson is going to come in with this one as another upset. Upset. I kind of just think they're on. I think they're going to start picking up momentum. I really think that they're going to go far, and hopefully, if Lake Warren beats Mott, I think because I would love to see a Lake Warren Clarkson game in the finals. Um, like you said earlier, um, uh, Clarkson always comes into the postseason super hot and super like ready to go. So I think with that and their win coming off of Pontiac and Avondale having a bye and not playing, I think this could be a very tough game for Avondale to, like, stay alive. But I also think Clarkston um, will have to do everything right to be able to beat Avondale because they obviously are a very good team still. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the postseason, every time it's those efficient teams that always make it far, the people – who don't make those easy mistakes, the people who don't miss those easy shots. And Clarkson does that so well every year. That's why they're always far in the postseason. It's because they don't make easy mistakes and that like kind of nerves get to you. So I think that's definitely going to benefit uh, Clarkson going in. But Lake Gorian, they, they got a tough pick. They got placed with Mott second round. I mean, they have a four-game win streak going right now. Uh, the only game they had was against Oxford. They won by three, but at Oxford, it's a rivalry game. Kind of expected it to be close, but they're on a hot streak right now. Obviously, knocking down Harper Woods by 20, 27 points was pretty impressive too. So what do you guys think? Uh, what's Mott in for? I think Mott is in for a, a difficult game. I mean, Ethan Sharkey coming out there, Gabe Scott, Zach Parks. I, I don't think they know what they're in for quite yet, honestly. And I think this will be a very entertaining game, just seeing Sharkey put up those threes, seeing seeing uh, Quay fly, come in with the laps. I just think it'll be amazing. Yeah, Zach Parks, he can run laps around people when he wants to. He's really good. Um, I believe like Orion can fight their way through this one if they come out like they did versus Harper Woods. Um, they started out very hot against Harper Woods, hitting multiple threes. And um, – that really put them ahead and led them to a game they borderline should not have won and did not win the first time they played. Um, yeah. I will I will say if they want to beat Waterford Mott, I was talking with uh, coach head coach Andradis after the game against Waterford Kettering. He said that the one thing that they really need to work on is communication. There were a couple times where the ball was passed to Lake Orion players and they just didn't catch it. They weren't expecting it. So if they want to beat Waterford Mott, I think that that is one thing that they need to work on is their communication, he said. Definitely. They cannot come out like they came out last night. They came out very slow, only scoring 12 points in the first quarter versus a very bad Waterford Kettering team. So if they do that versus Mott, they, I don't think they'll be able to fight back from it. No. Mm-hmm. I will say this. Uh, facing your problems first might be good for Lake Orion because you'll either play Avondale or Clarkson if you win. But then the district below is kind of pretty easy. I mean, Davison's pretty good, but then you have Holly, Oxford, and Graham Blake who aren't that great. I think if you can upset Mott, you get a couple more easier games to where, like, you can face your problems first to where if you beat them, you'll have an easier path to make it very far in the playoffs. I mean, because you've already beat Oxford and Clarkson. I'm pretty sure they beat Graham Blake at one point too. I think if you can just take care of business – 
get that upset, you can go very far. And that's the benefit of playing these good teams first. Yes, definitely. I think if they make it through those first two rounds, um, I think those will be their most dog-fought rounds other than maybe a complete uh, one seed in, like, the regional finals or something like that. Mm -hmm. Moving on to the girls' side, they will they will face uh, Kettering-like boys in two days, the day after tomorrow. And Kettering's also not great among the girls' side. They're arguably worse. They have a worse record. So what do you get? Are you guys taking Lake Orion in this game? Oh, for sure. I'm taking Lake Orion. Uh, again, how I was talking about Zach Parks, Quay Fly, I think seeing Ryan Palachek, Izzy Wontlinski, I think that they will definitely show up and show out at the game. I think that they will be on fire. Mm-hmm. I think with your young girls uh, like Charlotte Peplowski and Izzy Wontlinski, um, and then having the older leaders like Ellie Britt, Ryan Palachek there to really like guide them, I think that's going to be something special for them and can carry them far because I can see it right now that Ellie is really starting to pick up her game. She's hitting way more threes. Ryan, same situation. She's picking up more rebounds and getting more layups, getting to the free throw line and making those free throws. Um, and I think that's really big for them. I think they've played Waterford Kettering the past few years in the first round of playoffs, and it's been the same story every single time, a blowout on Lake Orion side. And I'm really expecting nothing different this year. Yeah, they have like a lot of team communication, team bonding. They're really good together, and they can communicate well and pass well and stuff like that. So I think they'll be able to go far. What's very interesting is if they win, which is probably going to happen, they will either face Clarkson or Mott. Clarkson is definitely favored to win this game. Mott's not too great on the girls' basketball side. So a little Clarkson-Lake Orion rivalry matchup could definitely happen, definitely projected to happen. If that were to happen, what do you guys, do you think Clarkson could win? Because technically, on paper, they are the better team. I Unfortunately, yeah, I think if the girls go up against Clarkson, I think that they're going to get knocked out. Um, but I do think it will be, if if they play, I think it will be a very close game. So Clarkson and Lake Orion are 1-1 one one in the series so far this season. They um, lost to Clarkson at home, and then they beat them, or they lost to Clarkson at Clarkson, excuse me, and then they beat Clarkson at home by one point in a with 16 seconds left. Izzy Wetlinski hit a free throw to put him ahead. And I think with that kind of build up to a regional final or a district final game, I think um, there's just going to be a lot of energy. And I think it's going to be whoever comes out um, like the fastest and scores mm-hmm. the most in the first half will come out and like proceed to win. I think Lake Orion will win this game, and I have my reasons. I think when it comes to postseason, when it comes to the paint presence of Plodchek, Nevaeh Wood, and Strohshine coming off a really good game, last night she had 12 points and didn't miss a single shot, I think that will definitely play a factor into some girls' basketball, especially more than guys, because as I like, as you know, girls' basketball is a lot more layup oriented a lot more get to the po or yeah get to the paint come on, use your speed get downhill and i think that definitely benefits lake orion and as you talked about ellie Britt is really getting hot now in the past couple games she she her defense is so good that people don't understand a lot of people want to talk about her three-point percentage which is really good as well but she 
Blake Warren's biggest problem I see, the only critique I'd have of them is their transitional defense. I don't know how many times other teams, they get a block, get a steal or something, and then there's just a couple girls wide open at the end of the court. So that's really what Ellie Britt brings to the table for this team. She's that fast guard who has great defense on the other side of the court because when Nevaeh Wood and Ryan Plodrick are in the paint and there's a steal or a rebound, they can't really get to the other court on defense. And maybe that's uh, something Bob Bridges needs to focus on in practice, really upping that you know transitional defense. But I think Ellie Britt is definitely kind of the deciding factor in these playoffs. I mean, she's a senior Wawlinski is a sophomore, but Wawlinski obviously has a ton of skill. You don't make varsity this early if you don't have skill. So I think the guard plays really what takes Lake Warren far in this playoff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you there. I think everything they're putting together so far is looking really good. And between Ellie and Izzy and Charlotte and Ryan and Nevaeh, um, I think they'll be able to go far. I'm a little scared about the depth they have because in the second matchup versus Clarkson, Ellie Britt got fouled out, and at the end of the game, we were kind of lost offensively. We didn't score many more points, and we didn't have much going for us after she got fouled out. We were luckily already ahead enough, and we had good enough defense to be able to stop them. But that's just something that scares me is the depth on our team. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for the Lady Dragons, they're – path doesn't really get much easier after this game or after Clarkson if they were to win I mean White Lake Northern is 16 and 4 which would projected be their next game so that's a tough game and then on the other side Heartland's pretty solid you know you got a ton of tough games for the ladies dragon but and obviously Grand Blake at the top they're the best in the district but I, I really do feel like they have a chance I think their defense is really what's going to like outstand a ton of teams because they just play so physical. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's what Bob Bridges does. I think that's why the girls always perform well in the postseason. I mean, it's happened year in and year out. And they play with yeah. an attitude. Yeah. Playing with an mm-hmm. attitude is always helpful and just that like no one can beat me attitude and I love to see them play with that. Yeah, like um the game last Friday against Oxford, they came out running, which is like back what you said a little bit ago. They came out strong and they came out good, but then in the second half, Oxford came back a little bit and they had to step up their defense and they did, and they were managed to pull it out a win. And yeah, they're they have the ability to hold their, themselves and hold their defense and what they need to do. Definitely, they definitely have the coaching correction and the leadership on their team to be able to carry them far as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Final predictions for the girls' team. Where do you have them getting knocked out, each and every one of us? Um, I have them getting knocked out in the second round of regionals. So I think they're going to beat Clarkson in district finals. I think they'll beat White Lake. Is it North? White Lake or White Lake Lakeland. White so. Lake Lakeland in the regional first round. And I think um, – that second regional matchup will be where their run is done because they'll be fighting for so long. I I know I'm like Warren, but I, I do think that they're going to get knocked out against Clarkson. I think it'll be a very entertaining game. I think it'll be a very close game, but I don't know if the Lake Orion girls will be able to um, pull it together, get their communication and their defense better in time for this game. Um. I don't have the bracket in front of me, but I'm just going to say I hope they beat Clarkson just because it's Clarkson. And then if they get knocked out, it'll be sad, but at least they beat Clarkson. Definitely. 
a Clarkston versus Lake Orion <laughs> win for us in the district finals would be really, really big for the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really w- exciting and energy. I will that. say, if you beat – if you were to beat Clarkston, I think, if anything, that White Lake-Lakeland is just an easier matchup, honestly. I, th- I, I think if you can beat Clarkson, I, th- I would have them over them as well. So I have them making it to regionals. The only problem with regionals is Grand Blank's probably going to be there, and Grand Blake is so good to where I just don't know if Lake Orion can overcome that. So that's probably where I have them going out is definitely my prediction. Maybe a little biased. I'm not sure it's biased, though, because I just think the way they play is just – so key to winning in postseason i mean you have such an efficient offense such an efficient defense to where it makes a point that i just think they could win those rivalry games against clarkston Mm -hmm. because they'll be more composed i feel like and that really is just a 50 50 shot because Mm -hmm. they are obviously one and one in the series they're both very good teams it's a rivalry Mm -hmm. it's cross town it's a lot of energy is building up to this game yeah yeah so that'll take us into nhl definitely a bright subject for us as is basketball we have a ton of great things to talk about the red wings winning five in a row that electric uh win in chicago was definitely fun to watch w chicago fans for cheering for the back angle on the uh winner um something i've never seen Ever like on YouTube, it doesn't matter how long ago. I have never seen something like that before. The opposite, the opposite player from the opposite team scores the game-winning goal in overtime, and the opposite fans go absolutely nuts. Like it was a home game. It was unreal. Yeah, it really was, and it's great to see Patrick Kane come out and show out like that because, like I said, that experience in postseason always matters. Patrick Kane. Probably the most experienced player in the NHL right now in the postseason. I mean, and the Red Wings have that. That is great to see. And unfortunately, the Atlantic is such a tough division. But, like, the Bruins are kind of taking a step back right now. I feel like the Red Wings might be able to, like, kind of contend with them going into the postseason. What do you guys think about that? Um, I think the right winger, Alex DeBrinkett, I think Patrick Kane, I think um, – their defense um, with uh, Jeff Petrie and um, yeah, I think they're going to be hard to be stopped. Honestly, I think their energy is rolling into the postseason. I think they have a lot of momentum. Um, yeah, I think they'll be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, playing in such a tough division, you have the Maple Leafs as well, who are. Seven in a row is beyond tough. I, I kind of like the Maple Leafs a little more going into the postseason. I hate saying that living in Michigan, but one final note because we're going to have to end a little soon. Who's your guys' finals matchups for, for, the, for the NHL? Um, I think it's going to be the Bruins and the Rangers. Okay. I don't really um, – I don't know. I've just been watching them throughout the winter season, and they look really unbeatable, both the teams, and will lead to a really good final matchup in the um, championship, the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I gotta say the Bruins and the the Rangers too, just because they're the top of their thing. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm. I'm gonna. You know, I don't want to be the third guy to say this, but Bruins and the Rangers, because I think they're both just some really strong teams. I think that they've definitely like maximized their potential. They they're both backed by some really good coaching. They both have some really good players. So I I definitely see them there. I'll take the Canucks to make it. They're they're doing really good, and I'd probably throw in the Rangers as well just because I'm kind of from New York, a little biased. I want the Rangers to do good. They've been knocked out so many times. <laughs> so I kind of want the Rangers to make it, especially in that division. I, I don't really want anyone else to win. But that was definitely very interesting seeing your guys' takes. Uh, that will wrap this up. Episode 25 of Sweet Seats. Thank you all for listening, and have a great day.